it's quite discouraging to work year after year after year in your business. And I see this all the time, maybe even in a decade, and not really making money that you have some wealth set aside, some assets set aside, a sense of spaciousness around finances in the future. So really look at those pieces. Welcome to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I'm Madeline Weick-Silva. I'll share my real-life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day-to-day without me, so that now I run my seven-figure business on three-day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. Hello, welcome back. This is Madeline. I'm excited to be jumping in and talking to you about why so many six figure CEOs are not really making progress. They stay stuck at six figures for years and decades. The reality is that only about 9% of male business owners ever make it into the seven figures. And for women, it's just 1%. So it's very, very low percentages of business owners that actually break through to seven figures and beyond. And the reason that happens is what I wanted to spend some time really unpacking today and and just sharing from my perspective of what I'm seeing and how I'm seeing this is the stuff that gets in the way for amazing visionary CEOs that truly have the goods to change the world, yet get stuck in unable to really make the impact, make the income and have the freedom that they really want because of several of these things that happens along the way. So let's jump in. So the number one reason I find is that many CEOs do not know how to delegate effectively. So they keep doing a lot of the tasks that really somebody else should be doing on their team, right? They should be able to delegate a lot of the things they're doing. And most of the time when I step into somebody's business, I'm watching CEOs doing small, insignificant things in their business that just, you know, a a virtual assistant could do for them in a couple of minutes. For example, I had a CEO copy and paste a post from one social media account to the other, right? Somebody else can do that, you know, or managing their own schedule. So that anytime there's an appointment needs to be made, it has to go through them and it takes a long time to even just get something on their calendar. You know, all these little things that takes a lot of their time and energy that doesn't add a lot of value to where they're heading and the vision that they are building, right? So learning how to become excellent at delegating and delegating in such a way that once you pass a task on, it never comes back onto your table again, right? It doesn't end up on your desk. It's being handled. It is being handled in such a way that you're super happy, maybe even better than you could have done it by somebody else. And number two is most CEOs just don't have enough time to think strategically about their business. You know, they don't have time to do the things and focus on the right things to really grow the business and the impact. Just keeping up with it day-to-day and making sure that the business is staying on track day-to-day is taking every minute of their waking hour. 
And even super successful business owners in the highest six figures oftentimes get stuck here, right? They just do not have the time. They, and I always said, you know, time is our most valuable asset when it really comes down to it. You can always make more money, but you can't make more time. And so when we don't have enough time and we're not really guarding our time well, and we use it in wasteful ways, we'll never get that time back, right? It's gone forever. And so, you know, that's a really big challenge that I'm watching a lot of visionary CEOs getting stuck in just hustling to keep things rolling and keep the plates spinning in the air and not having really enough time to do anything else. Number three is, is they don't have the bandwidth to really think strategically about the business. And I say this a lot, you know, and I, this is something that I've had to learn the hard way is that every visionary CEO needs tons of spaciousness, time to just sit around and think about your business, time to just do nothing and allow space to just fill your mind and not necessarily try to figure anything out. Anytime we step into that energy of like, oh, I have to figure this problem out, I have to solve this. And, you know, you kind of have this problem ping-ponging around your brain, right? Like a ping pong ball. And you're trying to figure something out and you're just putting all your attention to it to solve something. Usually it's like beating your head against the wall. At least it's been for me. You're just beating your head against the wall and you don't really get very far. And I say this, my best solutions come from when I'm hanging out on the beach for a day or two. And then all of a sudden I wake up the next morning or maybe even in the middle of the night and I have this download of how to solve something that maybe I've been beating my head against if I'm like hustling and working hard in my business for long periods of time, right? And so, you know, I learned this really the hard way when I was working in my business that I sold in 2016. This is where I really burned myself out and I made all of these mistakes. And, you know, yes, I see them in my clients' businesses and I see it with other CEOs, but I've lived it. You know, I lived through all of this, which is probably why I know it so intimately. And so when I started this business and started recreating what I really wanted and got back into entrepreneurship after taking years off and traveling the country, I really designed the business structure intentionally and very differently to create the spaciousness that I knew that I needed to think strategically about my business and also to be effective and be 100% present when I'm showing up for clients' calls. And I can really deliver my best strategic input and show up at my very best for every single client. And that requires me to have spaciousness and a lot of time off, frankly. A lot of time off to just putter around so that my energy is really high at all times. So that's number three, no bandwidth. Number four is no money. So many businesses are running barely breaking even, you know, only about, you know, 40%, 40 to 50% of businesses are actually breaking even. The rest of the businesses are in the red or completely upside down. And so just breaking even, you're still not making any money. You just break it even, right? You don't even have a profit margin. So making enough money that you have a healthy profit margin. And a good measuring stick that I utilize, I love the profit first formula for this to really figure out kind of where you are in the bracket 
and he gives you strict percentages of how much of your total gross revenue you'd be spending on taxes, owner's pay, operational expenses, savings, right? The profit savings that you need to put aside. And he gives you really great suggestions for all of that. He also recommends that you should have seven different bank accounts and track it all. So I don't do that. That seems a little bit too complex for me. But I do love looking at those percentages and I do measure my business on that. And we, you know, when we build out our metrics dashboards for our clients and for ourselves, we see where we are at with those percentages all the time. We're constantly looking at that and making sure we stay in those pockets so that we have a very profitable, successful business because we're keeping expenses low and making sure there's enough profit, enough money for taxes, enough money to pay me, the owner, for the energy that I'm putting into the business. So that's a really important piece. It's nothing, well, there may be other things, but you know, it's quite discouraging to work year after year after year in your business. And I see this all the time, maybe even in a decade, and not really making money that you have some wealth set aside, some assets set aside, a sense of spaciousness around finances in the future. So really look at those pieces. So right now, you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in, and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company, and really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, valuating, value-adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free. And you can find it at hello7figurefreedom.com team-assessment-video-series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know. Number five is many CEOs believe that the only one that can do the task there's tons of tasks in the business that they feel that just cannot hand off to anybody else. And they tend to hold on to it and stress over, you know, the fact that they are the only one that can do those things and nobody else seems to be smart enough or think strategically enough or be, you know, productive enough or have the big picture enough to be able to do that task well. And so they keep holding on to things that really they should be delegating to somebody else. And so, you know, when that starts happening, you as the CEO do not have the capacity to take on anything else. So you have to remember that your business runs off your energy. So you as a CEO truly is, your energy truly is the engine of your business. So when you are feeling at capacity and overwhelmed and stressed out and maxed out, you don't have time, you don't have enough money, you you're worried about payroll. You feel like, you know, you don't have enough support. You might even be a little frustrated because people can't do some of the things that you try to delegate and people are failing, taking on the task and you don't understand why. And you're struggling in all these areas. What starts happening will naturally start shutting down the growth of your business because your business grows in direct proportions to how much you, the CEO, are willing to grow. And part of that growing edge of where you're at, if you find yourself in this pressure cooker in your business, where it's just, you know, you're just spinning, trying to keep up with it all. When you're in that pressure cooker, you don't have capacity for more growth, right? You're going to have to do things differently and grow in new ways in order to allow growth to happen. Now, 
obviously this is easier said than done because I just gave you the percentages of how many people actually break through from six figures and step into seven figures. And it's, you know, it's less than 10%, right? It's 9% for men and barely 1% for women that actually break through to seven figure businesses. They stay small, they stay struggling because they stay stuck in all these ways, these kind of dead end challenges that are constantly up against day to day is what keeps them stuck and unable to break through to that next level. And then the last thing, well, at least for today's podcast, is that many CEOs, I find out they delegate a task and then they take it back and then they delegate it and then they take it back. And usually that happens because they've had some bad experience delegating because they weren't very good and they didn't really know how to set clear expectations when they are delegating to a team member. And so a task just wasn't down to their specifications and they had a big mess on their hands. So now they're a little worried about delegating something and trusting that somebody else is going to be able to do it well, what, you know, and be able to deliver the way they want it. And so anytime they see a little bit of wobbly, when they hand something off, they get really nervous and stressed out and they don't want to have the big mess to clean up afterwards. So they take the task back and they do it themselves. And obviously, you know, when you keep doing that, rather than actually spending the time to fix the underlying issues and really understanding what is actually broken here and get to those pieces to resolve that, you just stay stuck in this cycle where you're hustling hard, working really hard, not making enough money, not making the impact that you want to make. And really... What I see is that a lot of CEOs just end up feeling a little hopeless and incredibly unsupported. They might even have a team, but many ways they don't feel supported by their team because they're working so hard themselves and they feel like they just can't keep going that much longer the way they have been and they don't know what else to do. And even though they have a team, Oftentimes they feel let down because when they delegate or hand things off to them, they're not able to take it on or they're not able to see the business the way they see it to make the right decisions in the moment. And so the CEO is constantly there micromanaging just to make sure that no big mistakes happen or the whole business goes off track. And that level of tending to and having to be on 24-7 and be available all the time and, you know, it's really exhausting. It's really draining. It's incredibly hard for us visionary CEOs who really love to be in the vision and inspired and excited. Oftentimes what I find that when you get that caught up in the business itself, that the vision and the inspiration just kind of drains out of you. Like you can barely see where you're heading. You don't even know necessarily the big vision that you have. And it's hard to even think that it's possible anymore. And so, you know, wherever you are in that spectrum between feeling like, I don't know what I'm even doing. I'm just doing the next thing just to keep this the business together. Right. But you're not even really sure where you're heading anymore versus like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm building this business and I'm hustling really hard, you know. And I've been doing it for a few years. I feel like I should have broken through to the next level already. So wherever you are on that spectrum, right, between those two extremes of, you know, I think it's really important to realize that these things happen because of not being able to delegate effectively, not having enough time, not having the bandwidth to think strategically about your business, not having enough money 
and profit in your business to give you a little bit of peace of mind and taking, being able to take the foot off the gas pedal and not trusting the team that you have that you can delegate tasks to them and they're going to be able to take it on and they actually going to be able to some of the things that you do in your business, somebody else can do those for you or constantly not trusting. And so you're delegating tasks and then take the task back. You're delegating it again and then taking it back and you're doing that dance back and forth. These are the kind of things that just keeps you stuck here and makes it impossible for you to free up enough time, energy, and money to move forward and break through to, into the seven figures. So there is a smarter way. There's, a, there's an easier way to do this, but it requires you as a CEO to see things differently, to shift your perspective and be willing to try something new, right? To do this differently. And if this is you and you're looking to a way out, we are here to help. This is what we do in our done for you business scaling services that we offer, the accelerator. We want to really help you to accelerate your cash flow, build out your operations, install your dream team, and really give you the freedom that you've been after. So if this is something that you're looking for, hit us up, reach out to us, follow the link in the description of the podcast, and, you know, check us out, and we'll love to chat with you and have a conversation with you and see how we can help. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. Check the show notes for additional resources.